0: what's going on everybody it's your boy sports Spencer here and today i'm going to be introducing a new series called did they get better nfl edition now how this podcast is structured it is very simple i'm going to be going division by division team by team and then asking that very simple question did they get better i will be talking about what each team lost what they brought in and i will be giving replacement grades if needed and then, and then at the end of each little segment i will be i will be answering that answering that question did they get better let's just start this off with the afc east and my, the first team on my list is the new england patriots and let's talk about what they lost first cuz they lost a good amount that's now that is not a new thing for the patriots but they lost more than usual they lost Gronk to retirement, Malcolm Brown, and and Trey Flowers for the for the D line. And they also lost Trent Brown to the Raiders. Those are four pretty big losses. That's a good portion of your D line right there. Gone. Those are two damn good players. Trent Brown. I can't blame the Patriots for letting him go. And I also cannot blame him for leaving. And that is for the same reason. Money. He got way overpaid. And the Patriots. They're not going to way overpay for someone. They'll be just fine. And. Gronk. I mean. Gronk was a shell of his former self. And that does suck to have to say. Because I like Gronk. Gronk's a really fun dude. And and he's definitely a top three tight end of all time. Like. It sucks that he had to go this early. But I mean, he could still make plays, but he was a shell of his former self, and that and that is sad to say, but it's the reality of the situation. Now let's talk about what they brought in and talk about replacement grades. Um what they brought in that does what they brought in on the offensive side. Let's talk about the receivers that they brought in first. They drafted Nikhil Harry with the 32nd pick. I love the pick. He's the kid from Arizona State. Oh my gosh, this kid is a monster. I love that they are going more skill position-wise now in the draft. Great, great idea. Great pick. I love it. I love it. I love it. And they also signed Demarius Thomas, which I thought that was rather interesting because He's not going to immediately help the team. And I don't think he was brought in to immediately help the team. What I think he was brought in to do was to have a locker room presence and to make plays here and there. Because he's definitely not going to be on the field all the time. He's not. He just tore his ACL, I think it was either ACL or his Achilles. As you know, it was de- it was def, it was definitely the ACO. He would not be playing with the torn Achilles. Never mind, but that signing to me is very interesting. I think it's a good signing. It's a good locker room veteran presence. I, I love the draft pick, and it's a good signing. Now let's talk about the replacements. They lost Gronk. They went out, and they brought in Austin Seferian Jenkins and Ben Watson, two fair tight ends. I think those are two good pickups, and what I also think is that I think they can fill the need of tight end pretty easily because, as I said before, Gronk was a show of himself. Granted, he was better than Austin Zaffair and Jenkins and Ben Watson combined still, but I mean, Austin Zaffair and Jenkins, just what, two, three years back? He had that good season. He was viewed as the new young tight end. Then he kind of fell off. If Bill Belichick can tap into that, then I don't see a reason why him and Ben Watson won't make for a a really good combo. Because you don't need a star tight end. You don't. But, But, I mean, having a good duo with a veteran Ben Watson, who is still a fair tight end and having Austin Safarin Jenkins who is a good tight end and you can tap into his potential more which <laughs> we're talking about Bill Belichick here he can this is this is looking good now okay now do i think that they really covered the whole of losing Gronk that much no i don't think it's great i don't think they got worse but i do not also think they got better I give this replacement a C plus because they, because let's face it, they really didn't get better. But I mean, hey, it could have been a whole lot worse. Let's talk about some more replacements. Let's go to the defensive line. I already talked about how they lost Trey Flowers and Malcolm Brown. Now what they brought in was Michael Bennett and Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich was the third round pick from Michigan. I love the pick. And Michael Bennett, that's good veteran. I don't—it's—it is kind of confusing to me because why would the Patriots get him? Michael Bennett is a loudmouth guy who brings controversy. And I'm confused on why the Patriots would acquire him. But on the other hand, he can play football. And at the end of the day, that's what really matters. Can you play football? Michael Bennett, he can play football. Chase Winovich, he can play football. I did think they got worse because, duh, of course they got fucking worse. <laughs> they lost Trey Flowers and Malcolm Brown, two of the like two top tens at their respective positions, and they brought in a rookie from the third round and Michael Bennett, a dude who's getting up there in age a little bit. I give this a D plus. Now I'm not gonna knock the Patriots for this. They 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 didn't have very many options but i think they'll end cuz because when i'm looking at their d line it's still average it's just not really good and it was really good last year and that's and this is going to hurt them it is ultimately going to hurt them moving on to the third and final replacement grade let's talk about how they lost Trent Brown um this isn't really a replacement but Do you guys remember how last year they had two first-round picks? They drafted Isaiah Wynn, the guard from Georgia. Now, he is most likely going to be moved to tackle to replace Trent Brown because he was hurt all of last year. He he got hurt last year. He was the first-round pick, and he got hurt. This is fucking genius. Just move him to tackle because that's what – because that's what their plan is, to move him to tackle and to replace Trent Brown. You just replaced Trent Brown with a young, very good offensive lineman. Let's just hope the injury does not affect him too much. I give this a B B+, because, because I'm a fan of Isaiah Wynn. I didn't really think about him when that draft was going on, but... Kind of go back, watch tape. He was a damn good offensive lineman. And, I mean, Trent Brown, he's a damn good offensive lineman too. But, I mean, hey, that's a pretty good replacement to me. All right, and now let's answer that question. Did they get better? My verdict is no. I do think they got worse throughout the offseason. But they're still the best team in the NFL. If you listen to my Power Rankings video, I mean, I'm have t- If you listen to my Power Rankings podcast, I still gave them the number one seed. I still think they're the best team in the league, despite getting worse. Because they still have Brady and Belichick. Alright, let's talk about the Jets. Now, let's talk about their key losses first, because they did not have very many. They lost Jason Meyer, the kicker, and Jason Carpenter, a guard. Um, yeah, they did not lose much. They did not lose much as all. Now let's talk about what they added. Ooh, this is a lot. Le'Veon Bell, CJ Mosley, Quinnen Williams, Jamison Crowder, Kelechi Oseleme, Adam Gase, and Greg Williams. Do I answer that question now? Because I think y'all know where I'm going with this. I mean, when I look at the replacements, Kelechi. Damn, that's a loud-ass motorcycle. Christ, dude. You're not cool. Sorry, sorry for that. But um now let's talk about the replacements. They replaced Jason Carpenter with Kaleche Osamelle. They're two they're two average guards. I give this a B. I do think they got a, a little bit better, but not much. All right. Well, do I really have to go in depth on this one? I don't think so. Verdict? Yes, of course they got a lot better. They added so much talent. They got A good young head coach. I'm not going to say a great young head coach. And I love Greg Williams. He's a great defensive coordinator. I will gladly say that. I love Greg Williams. Yes, they got better by a long shot. Because Quinnen Williams, beast. Jamison Crowder, really good Okay, well, he's not a really good receiver, but he's a good receiver. Le'Veon Bell, top three back. CJ Mosley, leader on defense. Quinnen, I already said Quinnen Williams. Yeah, they got a lot better and they lost the kicker. You can replace a kicker. This is the start of a new era. They did not lose much and they gained a lot. Moving on to the Bills, let's talk about their losses for, actually no their loss first. The only one I can like really find and critique. And that was and that was Charles Clay. He was a guy that's been around the Bills for a while. He was a good tight end. It sucks that he had to go. He was kind of like one of the first players I thought about and I thought about the Bills, but he's not a big hit. Let's face it, Charles Clay, fair tight end. But I mean, when you lose him, you're not losing a whole bunch. Now let's talk about the additions, because as I've talked about the Bills before, they added a lot on offense. They added Cole Beasley, John Brown, Mitch Morse, and Frank Gore. Cole Cole Beasley and John Brown, two fast, speedy receivers that Josh Allen can chuck it up to, and they will run by the cornerback. Mitch Morse, really good offensive lineman. I'm surprised he left the Chiefs to to go to the Bills to begin with. And Frank Gore, I mean Frank Gore a, I mean he's old, but he could get you some yards. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the last season of his career, which is sad, but I mean he can get you some yards. <laughs> he can he can do some he can do some work here and there. He can play a second fiddle to LaShawn McCoy. And they also added on the defensive side Ed Oliver. Um, great pickup to me. He's a guy who who does have bus potential, but for the most part I think he has a lot more star potential than bus potential. Great pickup. They they kind of went for the trenches during the draft. And I mean, they got speedy receivers and they went for the trenches a little bit. And to me, that's genius. Because, because you have a guy who you think is your franchise quarterback, build around him. And a great way to build, go in the trenches. And that's what they did during the draft with the pick of Ed Oliver and the signing of Mitch Morse. Two great players. They got some good offensive weapons for him, and then when it comes to replacements, there are none. There are really no big replacements. Just a lot of just a lot of improvement. Man, my verdict, yeah, of course they got a lot better. Now, okay, they still won't be a good team. They still won't be a playoff team. Hell no, no, never, <laughs> never. But um. Yeah, they they, they got better. They'll be a 6-7 win team, and that's still not very good, but they got better. Nonetheless, that's all that matters. If during the offseason, you got better. Now, let's finish this podcast off talking about the Dolphins. Oh, yay. Dolphins. Now, their key losses, Cameron Wake, Jawan James, Danny Amendola, and Ryan Tannehill these are this is them flipping the script that's what oh and they lost adam GaSe too but he got fired but still you you get what i'm saying um yeah they're they are flipping the script they're moving on to a new chapter in the miami dolphins cameron wake one of the first guys when you say miami dolphins that's one of the first dudes i think of because he's been there for such a long guy and he was dominant very long time. Juwan James, he's a good offensive lineman. Dan, Danny Danny Amendola. That <laughs> that relationship was short lived. Enemy Ryan Tannehill. There, this is kind of the last straw of flipping the script to me. They didn't even want to keep him for the last year. They sent him to Tennessee for like a fourth rounder, probably less. I, I, I forgot. I forgot what the exact trade was, but you get. But you get what I'm trying to say. Now let's look at their additions. They got Josh Rosen, Christian Wilkins, and the draft, and Brian Flores for head coach. Um, When I look at their replacement, I love the Josh Rosen replacement for Ryan Tannehill because, I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not a franchise quarterback. Josh Rosen has that potential. I love that, actually. I give that an A. And uh, Christian Wilkins for Cameron Wake. Uh. Mm, meh, eh, I think they could have drafted a better player. I think Christian Wilkins is really good. But Cameron Wake was in the tail end of his career. And when you replace a young, a young guy like Christian Wilkins with an old fella like Cameron Wake, I'm not going to hate on it much. But I don't love it because I don't love the Christian Wilkins pick. I give this a B. It's. They definitely got better with this, but it was not just. Oh my gosh! This is this is such a great pickup. It was a fair pickup. And uh, I'm just gonna go. Sh- I I mean I I'm just gonna cut to the point, go straight to the verdict. No, they didn't get better. Not at all. I feel bad for this kid Josh Rosen. He had to go from the Cardinals to now the Dolphins. He's gonna have two defensive minded head coaches with Brian Flores and Steve Wilkes. He's not gonna have any fucking weapons. Wait, didn't they they lost Jarvis Landry. Actually, no, that was last offseason. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's gonna have little to no weapons. I uh ew. Not a great offensive line. The defense is not looking too great. Yeah they're rebuilding big time that's what the Dolphins are doing a quick recap of this podcast the Patriots no they did not get better but they're still the best team in the NFL the Jets yes they got a lot better they are now a borderline playoff team crazy to think about the Jets are there it just depends how Sam Donald plays the Bills yeah I think they got better but I still think they're a 6-7 to seven win team. I think Josh Allen is still going to need some time to grow. And this whole receiver experiment with Cole Beasley and John Brown, as much as I could like it, it could blow up. It, I, I haven't really talked about the negatives with this signing yet. I, I mean, with these signings, but it could blow up in their faces. It could end up not working. And I could see that happening, but I don't think it will happen. And Dolphins, now they're not getting, now. they're rebuilding. They're looking like shit right now, straight up. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I will be making this series a weekly thing, and I'm glad that this podcast is under 20 minutes. That's what I was shooting for with this series. Um, I, I do not have exact dates for this. I just wanted to release this first one as soon as I could and that was today I will be having my lottery mock draft for the NBA okay I will be having my NBA lottery mock draft probably sometime this weekend I don't know to be honest I've been kind of putting that off I'm sorry but um yeah I do want to make this series a weekly thing and um yeah lottery mock draft coming soon I don't know exactly when Follow me on Twitter at SPWS Podcast and have a great day.